Welcome to the Growing in Grace podcast, where you can listen in on some casual conversation about the good news of Jesus without all of the inconsistent religious double talk. If you've ever struggled with feelings of hopelessness, guilt, and despair, or wondered if you're really right with God, it's time to discover the true freedom that comes with the gospel of unlimited and overflowing grace. We're rolling again for another week of the Growing in Grace podcast. I'm the Cap, Mike Kapler. Joel Brzezinski is with me. And uh, we're glad to have you with us, too, by the way. Thank you. If you're a new listener, welcome aboard. We've been at this for about 15 years or so, uh, doing this Growing in Grace podcast. And if you're looking for a place of good news and a place where you can just kind of relax and be yourself, <laughs> then you... This this is for you, growingingrace.org. That's where you'll find all of our past archived programs, no matter where you're listening to us from right now. But uh, you can always go there and do a search and find hundreds of different podcasts available for your listening pleasure. Yes, and also check out Clash of the Covenants. Mike Kapler, that other guy who was just talking, I'm Joel Brzezinski, and that guy, Mike Kapler, has a book called Clash of the Covenants. And it's uh, the subtitles for escaping, escaping the bondage of. Re- um. <laughs> Come on, on help, Joel. Help Come me on. out here. Help me out here. <laughs> I know there's hundreds of listeners yeah, who are escaping finishing. religious bondage through the grace guarantee. That's it. That yeah. what you just said. <laughs> it's available on Amazon. Amazon. You can get the a paperback book. You can also get uh, the Kindle version, of course, that you can read on any device don't just have to have an Amazon Kindle uh, device. So uh, check that out for more good news. A lot of good talk in there about the difference between the covenants and, you know, walking by by grace and not under the law. Let me let me say to the Joel, let me say to the Kindle users out there, get get at least one copy of the paperback, because the the trend has been for quite some time now. And it seems to be getting even hotter is that people want to buy more copies to give away to people. And so even if you're a Kindle user, you're going to want to get the paperback. Yes. Yeah. Pass it around. It'd be a good thing. If, you know, you've heard lots of stories, Cap. I know you have and I have, too, about people, like you say, buying a, multiple copies of it and giving it away. And other people have been so blessed by it. And uh, eyes are being opened. I was reading uh, yesterday some comments, someone going back to read it, read the book again. And then someone else said, yes, I need, I need to do that. And so you can't find anything but encouragement in that book. So <laughs> Clash of the Covenants, go ahead and look that up. Yeah. And, and you know, even the, within, of course, the, the book is based on a lot of the things we talk about here in the podcast. And even with what we're going to be talking about today, you know, and a lot of times I think when they, they hear us speaking or they're reading the book or, you know, they hear something from somebody that is gospel truth, right? Um, sometimes people are blown away by it. But really, there's something I think that triggers inside that you already knew. You're just now hearing it or seeing it if you're reading it, and it just comes alive. It's just the spirit within mm-hmm. you revealing things that have been true for for a long, long time. It's it's not that it's really new teaching. It might feel new to you. You're hearing new things that you didn't hear in church, but really this, that when when all of a sudden the light bulb starts coming on about some things re- related to the gospel that go against even many things that you've been taught for years when that happens that's just the spirit teaching you uh, but deep down inside there are things i think within your spirit you might have already known yeah. and now you're just coming to an understanding of them yeah i think mind. that's true it's like it's like and i don't want to digress too far here but it's like 25 years ago 
when we were working in the radio station and you started sharing things with me, it was all resonating with me. Um, I hadn't ever heard these things taught before, but yet I knew them. It was like it was inside me. I knew these things to be true. And it, there, there were, it just connected with me, it just clicked. And I think the same thing happens, like you say, when people listen to the podcast or read your book. Uh, it's the Holy Spirit at work in us because the truth is timeless. The truth is the truth. And the, the Holy Spirit works in and through us <laughs> to get us grounded in the truth and, and to um, enlighten us to, to the truth that has always, always been true. It's just wonderful when those lights do go on. It's an exciting feeling. And uh, it's, it's again, it's one of the reasons why we do this podcast and why you wrote the book to help those lights go on in people. Well, let's try and do that again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's um, and it's because I think that so many people have been taught, you know, whether it's through religious institutions, seminary, church, or whatever whatever it is. I think it's 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 a little bit not frustrating, but it's it's kind of sad in some ways that we still have to continue to spend time talking about the things we're going to be talking about here over the next few weeks because people have just been misinformed about the Bible, about the gospel, and the finished work of Christ, and, and how it all comes together for us. Uh, our, our subject, if you want to call it that, over the next several programs perhaps, will be the, the Ten Commandments and the law that came through Moses, starting specifically more with the Ten Commandments, because people just have this idea that the Bible is all one book, um, and that somehow that Old Testament or covenant that God made with Israel is somehow supposed to intersect and mesh and blend together with a new covenant, a different covenant that was established by Jesus Christ. And that, by the way, was uh, inaugurated after his death, not with his birth. And, and when we begin to mix these two things together and combine them, it throws people off. It causes them to misunderstand many things, including the red letters that Jesus spoke on many occasions. They, they, we've, we've filtered many of those things that he said through a mixed covenant combination. We, it just doesn't make sense. I mean, why would Jesus tell some people on more than one occasion that animal sacrifices are okay, uh, you need to keep the commandments in order to have eternal life? And then another time he would turn around to his disciples and say, the way to life is actually to believe in me. And so we have sometimes what appear to be polar opposites being said and taking place, which can easily be explained once you understand who Jesus was talking to, why he was saying the things that he said, and which covenant in the context, which covenant was he alluding to? Because again, when Jesus was walking the earth, he was under the law. He was born under the law, and those people that he was ministering to as Jewish people were also under the law. Um, he came to redeem them from that. And so, you know, it's easy to get mixed up. And so we're going to be talking about the, the Ten Commandments because I think this is one of those things, and, and really the Ten Commandments might not even be the best way to describe from the original Hebrew, but we'll, we'll stick with that because it's what people are familiar with, that, that title of the Ten Commandments. And uh, Joel, I'm not sure where we want to start here. I know uh, we'll have limited time on this program, and we'll pick it up again next week. Right? Yeah. Well, over overall, we'll kind of well, at least part of what we'll be doing is contrasting two 
different ministries. You were talking about the different things that Jesus would say. One thing, one time he says this, and another time he says that. Two different ministries. One Bible, you know, at least sixty-six books making up this this one Bible, but two main different ministries in there that, that again are are different. They're not the same. You've got the uh, the ministry of the Spirit. And that's the ministry that we're in today. We'll talk more about this as as, the, as time goes on. And you got the ministry of the law, which is the ministry of death and condemnation. We're not making that up. It's what Paul called it. The law is good, just, and holy. But it's so good, just, and holy that all it can do is to condemn us and sentence us to death. And also, of course, the fact that we Gentiles were never actually under that law. We'll have to touch on that as well. So you got the ministry of the Holy Spirit. And that's what we're meant to walk in, and not the ministry of the law. And let me just throw this out there, that the the Holy Spirit of God was given to us, not to enable us to live by the law, not to live, not to enable us to live by the Ten Commandments or any, any other part of the law. The Holy Spirit was not given to us to enable us to live by the law, but to enable us to live apart from the law. That's a big radical statement for some people, uh, I, I understand. And as we get into this, we'll definitely talk a whole lot about this. So the the ministry of the law, I mean, I guess we could, there's, my mind is going lots of different places because I had to have various passages in front of us, but in front of me. But as, since we talked about the ministry of death and condemnation, Second Corinthians 3, Paul is talking about this and he starts out talking about how in, at the beginning of, of 2 Corinthians chapter 3, he says, You, he's writing to the Corinthians, are our epistle written in our hearts, known and read by all men. Clearly you are an epistle of Christ ministered by us, written not with ink, and this is important here, but by the Spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, what was <laughs> written on tablets of stone, the law, but on tablets of flesh, that is, the heart. So he's, there's a difference here. There's a ministry of living by the law, and there's a, this new ministry in which we're filled with the Spirit of the living God, and he's in our heart. It's, it's the ministry that comes from the heart. And he talks about how, in, in verse 7, if the ministry of death, written and engraved on stones, was glorious, you know, how much more will the ministry of the Spirit be more glorious? If the ministry of condemnation had glory, the ministry of righteousness exceeds much more in glory. So the law is not the ministry of righteousness. <laughs> the law is the ministry of death and condemnation. He's contrasting that with the ministry of the Holy Spirit, which is the ministry of righteousness. And what that is, is this free gift of righteousness given to us who believe. So that will maybe set a little bit of a foundation for some of the things we'll be talking about. Yeah, notice. So, yeah, we've got this contrast. Notice this going on here, the, the tablets of stone compared to tablets written on our hearts. Um, you know, they were called those commandments that God engraved on, on stones. They were called the tablets of the covenant, which covenant, of course, it was the first one. Paul is trying to explain here the transition, the contrast here that's taking place between that old ministry of death and condemnation, as, as you said, Joel, the, the letter, as he calls it, the letter that kills, <laughs> the letter that kills, and contrasting that with the spirit who lives in us, the spirit who gives life. 
You see, that was a lifeless ministry that the, the Israelites had set up with, with God through that law that came by way of Moses. I, imagine that. I mean, imagine that. So we know that the law wasn't given to try to make people better. It was given to try to make them more acceptable, acceptable to God. It wasn't given to try to make them more righteous. It wasn't given to try to make them uh, reach a higher level of morality. It wasn't given for any of those things. It was given to help people realize they couldn't do it on their own and they would need God to do it for them on their behalf. And and so there's much for us to, to dice through here a little bit, but we're going to get further into this and talk about some of the inconsistencies when we hear religious institutions trying to tout the Ten Commandments as a new covenant way of life. You know, you can't live by something that doesn't give life. And so we're going to get into that and, and more on our upcoming episodes here on the Growing in Grace podcast. That's right. Yeah, the, the life, you know, Jesus said he came that we may have life and life abundantly, and we have eternal life in Jesus. And that is something that could never come through the law. The law was like a two-dimensional thing that you could look at, but it could never do anything to help you. It could demand righteousness and perfection, but it could never provide it. And so uh, that's why God found fault with that covenant, as Hebrews says. So in the weeks to come here, we'll talk about these things, uh, why life in Christ is, you know, a matter of living by the Holy Spirit as contrasted with living by the law. So stay tuned right here on Growing in Grace at growingingrace.org. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski, heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. Access past programs by visiting growingingrace.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace. Growing in Grace.